Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Expand with Chelsea and on YouTube at Expand with Chelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. I'm going to be doing a little bit of a different episode. This will be a life update. Oof! Wow, I have had so many things happening in the last month and a half. My life is completely different than it was in the beginning of the year and I'm here for it. We're going through the things and I think that for me as a business owner, as a human, I really value transparency and bringing people along with the journey, on the journey, and not just talking about it after the fact. I think that a lot of us are probably going through things, struggling with things, struggling with big emotions, and kind of just knowing that other people are in the same boat as you, I can find provides a lot of reassurance and just knowing that you're not alone, that you're not isolated in your own feelings and that a lot of people really do share them with you. So going down the life update path today, before we get into that though, I want to tell you about the energy healing circle that I'm hosting in just one week. So next Monday, May 30th, I'm going to be hosting my first ever group healing circle. This is going to combine high energy healing with the new moon. So there's going to be a new moon in Gemini. And this is really important because Gemini has all things to do with communication. Mercury is currently in retrograde. So I'm sure you've seen a lot of memes on the internet about Mercury being in retrograde and technology not working, communication not working, just like a lot of things feeling really hard, really heavy. And while retrogrades aren't necessarily bad, they're here to teach us lessons and to close chapters and really show us the patterns that aren't serving us, it can definitely make communication very difficult. So with this new moon, what we're going to be doing is focusing on communication, the things that we want to express and communicate. We're going to be thinking about what new intentions do I want to set for this month? What goals do I have? I really find that for me when I pair my energy healing sessions with both the new and the full moons, I get a lot more out of them. It's a lot more intentional, a lot more focused. I'm able to actually sit down and it's kind of like having a theme to follow, which I really, really like. So we're going to be talking all things communication. And with this energy healing, there's so many different things that you can use it for. So you can use it for releasing big emotional baggage. So this could be from something like a breakup. This could be from drama that you might be having with your family, any situations or events in the past that you feel like you just really want to let go. You want to move past. You can use this for physical healing as well. There's a lot of people that I've worked with that have used this for things like chronic illness for healing and helping to speed up the acceleration of injuries. You can definitely use this for things like inner child healing, for shadow work. You can also use this to improve your self-talk. 
improve your self-worth. There's pretty much no limit as to what you can use this energy for. If you are feeling stuck, stagnant in your life, feeling like, okay, I'd really like to turn on some more of my intuitive gifts, feeling like you would like to connect with your business, connect with your future or higher self, this is going to help facilitate that for you. So I'd love to invite you to the first ever Expand with Chelsea Healing Circle on Monday, May 30th. This is going to be one of the most cost-effective ways to experience a high energy healing with me. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes. You can learn more about it there. This is limited to six spots. So if you are somebody that is interested in this, I would hop on that sooner rather than later because once this fills up, it's done and I'm not sure when I'm going to be hosting the next one. I've got a really kind of like busy, but also I'm just not sure what I'm doing this summer, which is a really exciting place to be in. And we'll kind of get into that with the updates. But again, if you're interested in the healing circle on the 30th, I would absolutely love to have you there. I have been doing so many high energy healing sessions lately, and it is honestly one of the favorite parts that I have of my job. I absolutely love being the channel for this energy and helping to facilitate these big transformations and big healings for people and seeing, you know, where they're coming to me before and how they're doing after is just such a huge shift and change. And it really just brings me so much joy to be able to provide this for people. Okay, let's let's do the update thing. All right, so where are we? We are on, I'm recording this the day before, so May 22nd. It's a Sunday. I feel like I've kind of been in the upside down for the last like six weeks, we'll call it. So about mid-April, my partner and I, so I guess ex-partner, we made the decision to separate. And that definitely wasn't easy. I mean, it's been one of the most challenging things that I've ever been through in my life. And, you know, because this involves another person, I'm not going to really go into too many details around that just because, you know, each person I think gets to decide how much they do or don't want to share around it. And for me, it was particularly challenging because we both still really love each other and that hasn't changed. So it wasn't something like, oh, I don't like you anymore or I don't want to spend any more time with you. Like we both really have genuine deep feelings for each other still. And kind of what it came down to is we want different things out of life. We are at very different stages in our career, in our lives, and kind of just realized that while we do have this very deep love for each other, I'm not saying that that's not enough, but when we both thought about what do we want our future to look like, we kind of realized that they weren't lining up in the way that we had thought they would initially. You know, people grow and they change inside of relationships, and sometimes things happen where, you know, you wouldn't have had that realization if that thing wouldn't have happened. So it's kind of like trusting that the universe is going to give you the lessons that you need inside of relationships. So that was something that was extremely difficult, still working through a lot of that as well. And this is one of the first times in my entire life that I've been open to the lessons that relationships have to teach me. Before this, I was totally victim mindset. It's their fault. They did that to me. I didn't take responsibility for anything. And it was really difficult to kind of move past that because when you don't think that you have anything to fix or change or grow from, I mean, you're just going to carry those habits and patterns into the next relationship with you. And, you know, of course, both sides, both parties have things that they 
want to or get to work on. And for me, I started to realize that a lot of those patterns were popping up in this relationship as well. And yes, I've been through brain rewiring. Yes, there's mindset work. There's all of these tools that I have, but it's because I hadn't addressed those issues on a deep level that I was starting to see them resurface. And for me, it is this opportunity of being able to recommit to doing that deep development and self-work so that I don't continue to bring these patterns and habits into future relationships, whether that's romantic or friendships. There's a lot of things that I want to work on, including being an even more direct communicator. I think that that one's really important. There are a lot of times that I can look back on and I really see how much I shifted for other people and, you know, I said I was okay with things where I wanted to be okay with them, but maybe deep down I wasn't. And in those moments, I wasn't standing in my truth. I wasn't being 100% authentic to who I was. And I think this has a lot to do with, you know, wanting to be loved, wanting to be liked, wanting to be accepted, worried about if you do actually stand up for yourself, what's the other person going to think? What are they going to say? You know, and it's not so much about them and whatever it is that they are going to think or say. It's more about the stories that we are creating in our minds and then we decide for other people so we start to adjust ourselves so that we are, we're kind of like micromanaging their response. I mean, if you are somebody that identifies with struggling with control issues, I really want you to notice how much that you adjust yourself in different situations. Where are you trying to get the response that you want? Where are you not trying to rock the boat? Or where are you trying to kind of push everything under the rug so that you don't have to talk about it? And it's like, oh, if we don't talk about it, then it's not a real thing. But here's the thing is like your body remembers, your body holds on to all of that information. It holds on to all of those emotions, all of that pain until you bring it back up to the surface. So for me, I feel like it's been really going through waves of big emotions. I mean, the first couple of weeks, I think I cried pretty much all day, every day. There was like, I remember I was doing the expansion pact at that time and I was like, okay, we're going to do this thing and then you can have as much time as you want to to cry after. And for all of you business owners out there, I think this is actually a really great teaching moment because when you have big life events happen, you know, what's kind of that crossroads between giving yourself enough time to heal and taking time off and then also still understanding that you love your business and you want to still move things forward forward there. For me, it came down to I had made a commitment to show up for this challenge. It was definitely still something that I was really excited about. I was able to feel a lot better after that challenge. Like it interacting with clients and teaching and being able to coach brings me so much joy. So for me, that was definitely something that I wanted to still do. I took many other things off my plate, though. If I would have continued with the same exact workload, I mean, oof, yikes, no way. I mean, that's not fair to yourself. It's not fair to your clients. It's not fair to the people that you're talking to, to kind of just push through all of that and continue. So I did take a lot of other things off my plate. I did the bare minimum that I needed to do in order to move my business forward. And I was really able to show up fully for the expansion packed. And then after that, I was like, okay, shut it down. Like you're going back into your healing cocoon. So it was kind of like these brief stages of being able to emerge and show up and get a little bit of joy out of that and then go back into this healing place. So after kind of releasing some of those bigger emotions, I mean, there's definitely still a lot of things that are coming up for me. And 
allowing myself to slow down and sit in those, I'm not going to say that it's easy. Like, this is definitely something that I struggle with as, you know, somebody that's a business owner, somebody that, you know, I, I can work very hard. I can work very long hours, but I'm not designed or built to sustain that. I mean, you could think about this in terms of human design. I'm a projector. I'm just really not built to work more than about four hours a day. And as somebody that has a background in manual labor, where I worked from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. as, you know, route setter, helping to build climbing walls, being quality assurance on climbing holds and in the production of that, I'm just like trying to reprogram this thought still that in order to be more successful, you have to work more. And yeah, I'm not going to lie. Do I succeed at it all the time? No, definitely not. But I am definitely doing a lot better than I used to. This is me allowing myself to sit and shift into the divine feminine energy. Feminine energy is all about emotions, flow, feeling things, being instead of doing. And for me, I really, I feel like this is almost like the crux of my life is like learning how to embody the divine feminine and to allow myself to spend time there without feeling like there's this rush to get back to the masculine doing, the progress, the linear all of that. And it's almost like for the longest time, I just kind of put feminine energy as like a to-do on my checklist. I was like, okay, do feminine energy. And like, that's completely not the point of that. So it's been a lot of just slowing down, which for somebody that does have a lot of energy is definitely a hard thing. You know, I've been taking more time off of workouts because when you have these big emotional stresses, I mean, your body identifies stress as stress, no matter if it comes emotionally, physically from workouts, if you are just working a lot, if you're not sleeping well, that is all added stress to your body. So I know that for me, when I'm in this elevated state already, I don't need to be adding more of that to my body. It's only going to be able to handle so much before I totally shut down, I burn out, and I've been there before, and I don't want to go back there. So I'm kind of taking some of these precautionary measures, and I will say, that getting back into a routine is one of the most helpful things that I've been able to do through this. So if you're somebody that's listening and you, you're either going through a breakup or, you know, hopefully you won't be at, in the near future, but I just, I find so much support from my morning routine. I've done an entire podcast episode about that. Meditating, pulling cards, journaling, breath work, gentle movement, some sunlight, has really been so helpful. I mean, it's so easy to kind of spiral off the rest of the, your day if you aren't kind of taking control of your morning and setting the tone in the way that you want to and not taking control in a bad way, but you're just saying, hey, you know, I really like being in this high frequency state and these are activities that help me get there. Of course, it's going to feel easier to feel like you're in a high vibration state the rest of your day if you're setting the tone early on. So for the first week or two, I was failing hard at meditating. I was just having such a hard time motivating myself to do pretty much anything and I kind of just gave myself this talk and was like, Chelsea, you're not feeling good right now and you know that there are things that make you feel better. You need to do those things. Enough of this. So I was like, okay, I gotcha. This is my higher self looking out for me because yes, like it's absolutely valid to sit in those emotions, 
But it's a whole other thing to know that there are things that are going to make you feel better, that are going to connect you to your higher self, to your spirit guides, your spirit team, the universe, source, abundance, all of that, and just not do them because that right there for me, that's self-sabotage. So I gave myself a couple weeks of that and then I was like, nope, we're getting back into this routine and I get up and I put my headphones in and I meditate and I drink my coffee and I am feeling so much better. Of course, there's, you know, like I said, still lots of things to work through. But this is actually one of those avenues that helps me process. And about twice a week, I've been doing high energy healing sessions on myself, sunning myself that loving energy, diving deeper into some of these patterns that I want to change and exploring the stories around them, rewriting those narratives, exploring my connection to the divine masculine. And, you know, I think anytime something like this happens, it can be so easy to just be like, yeah, I'm going to swear off men altogether and all of masculine energy is bad. But where is that going to get us truly and honestly? Like, if we are not open to that divine supportive energy, I mean, we're going to push that away in ourselves because we all have each of these pieces. We all have the divine feminine and the divine masculine in us. So if we're rejecting that from the outside, we're also rejecting that from the inside. And I mean, that's that's a huge thing with the divine masculine is routines and structure and linear progress. So by me kind of rejecting that side of things, of course, I'm going to feel ungrounded. I'm going to feel unbalanced. I'm going to feel like I don't have a solid ground to stand on. So I started to realize and recognize I need to keep my heart open. I need to heal my heart, but I need to keep it open. This is not the time to close, to become guarded, which is something that I definitely did in the past. I, you know, if I felt hurt, I was like, well, I'm just turning this off. Like nobody has access to this anymore. And who is that truly helping? I mean, in the end, that is only going to hurt you. It's going to hurt the people around you. And that's not the point of life. The point of life is not to close ourselves off to opportunities. It's not to close ourselves off to love. It is to remain open despite and throughout all of the challenges, all of the obstacles, all of the hard things coming your way. And I know that oftentimes that is easier said than done, but you are a light being and you are meant to radiate light. You're meant to radiate love. You're meant to attract that in. And the way that you attract that in is by standing in your truth. The way that you radiate that love in is by being love yourself. This has actually been a really powerful question that I have been asking myself and I also ask my clients this a lot is, what would love do? In this situation, what would love do? That's probably going to change a lot of thought patterns for you. It's probably going to change a lot of actions. It's just asking yourself, you know, if I were truly coming from a place of love, how would I do this differently or how would I act differently? So energy healing has been hugely beneficial for me in the last couple of weeks. I've also been just allowing myself to be supported, honestly, like moving back in with my parents for this brief period of time. It'll be around two-ish months when everything is said and done. I am so grateful for them for taking me in and giving me a place to sleep, a place to work. And my mom cooks amazing meals. She is an incredible woman. I mean, my dad is super supportive as well, but just allowing myself to receive that and not feeling like I have to just do it all 
And that was something that I, I mean, I definitely struggle with that. I have thoughts of, well, nobody's going to do it as well as me, or I want things this particular way. And just kind of understanding that sometimes you just need to release that. And probably all of the time you just need to release that. So that's been a really great opportunity for me to just lean into that and allow myself to be supported and not try to just be a busy body that does all of the things because I'm trying so hard to avoid any emotions or processing anything that's coming up. So allowing myself to be supported has been big, big, big. I probably couldn't have made it through this time period without the support of my family and being able to lean on some of my friends as well, calling, texting. I have a few friends that are also going through breakups, so it's been really refreshing to just talk with somebody who is going through something similar and then also have somebody act as a mirror and kind of point out, oh, did you notice this? Or, you know, what are some of the things that you felt about when this happened? And it's just been really helpful to have those conversations and to further process through some of these. I've also gone back to therapy, although I will say the jury is out. I do, I do probably need to find a new therapist. I am somebody that I have a very strong personality. I want to be challenged. And she definitely asked me that in the beginning of, you know, what is, what is it that you need from me? And I, I was like, yep, I have a strong personality. I want to be challenged. I want you to like call me out on my shit. If I am saying that things have to be this certain way and you're like, wow, that's like definitely a limiting belief. I want you to let me know. So we'll kind of see on, on that front how far that goes, but I've had quite a few sessions with her already. And I know sometimes with therapy, it can be kind of like, okay, we're feeling out the beginning stages of things and getting to know one another. And then you can go quite a bit deeper, like any coach client relationship that's going to be similar. You, you have to start a little bit more surface level. And then as you gain that trust of the person, then you can go a little bit deeper. So we'll kind of see, but allowing myself to be supported in that way as well has been really helpful. And this is just, again, a plug for therapy. And anytime you feel like you're struggling with something, if you need to reach out to somebody, I would absolutely recommend doing so because having somebody to talk to that is a neutral, unbiased party, like, yes, I can talk to my family, I can talk to my friends, but, you know, they're they're probably going to be on my, quote, side. They're not going to necessarily see things from that different perspective. And for me, that's what I'm looking for is that perspective change and shift because, again, I don't want to continue to repeat these same patterns that I've had for 30 plus years of my life, I, I, I've started to really understand that, okay, if I want to make these big changes, I have to be very adamant and very on top of changing these behaviors. It's kind of like when you are going through dog training or puppy training, you can't just be lax on it some of the times because then the dog's gonna be like, well, I'm confused. Do I act this way or do I not act this way? So that consistency piece is really important. So for me, incorporating that in daily through inner child work, through shadow work, this is something that I've been really diving into. Um, spoiler alert, at some point, I'm going to be putting out a course all about inner child healing and shadow work at some point. We'll see. I've got a lot of things that I really want to do. This has been near the top of my list for a while and just providing a resource for inner child healing and shadow work because I, I have been doing this work for a while and I will tell you, 
it's not easy to find resources that feel comprehensive, that feel like they really dive into all the things. And for me, it's like, yeah, I could totally buy like 30 books on this subject, but I want everything in one place. So for me, that's really why I want to be able to provide this course is so that you can have all of these resources, have very actionable things, journal prompts, guided meditations all in one place so that it's just really easy to incorporate this into your daily routine because again that consistency is super important. So that's a little bit about where I'm at on that side of things and yeah, it's been it's been a huge shakeup. Like I had known for a while that 2022 was going to be challenging. I certainly didn't think it was going to be challenging in this aspect. This is not something that I could have predicted. This is definitely something where I was, you know, when you look at your life and you're like, why am I not living the life that I want to live? My relationship was not something that was on the table. It wasn't up for discussion. It was something that I had already decided like, nope, that's not the thing. And a lot of the times when we have that and we do look at our lives be sure to pay attention to the things that you're writing off as non-issues. Or no, it couldn't possibly be that. It couldn't possibly be that relationship that I have with my family. It couldn't possibly be my job. So just make sure that you are really paying attention to those things if you're not in the place that you want to be because there is a reason for it. If everything were perfectly aligned and you were in full alignment, you'd already have everything that you ever wanted, right? So just take an inventory of where you're at and you know, for me, there's been so much transition in the last couple of weeks. Whew, wow. Yeah, so moving back in with my parents and then got this opportunity the day before my birthday, actually, so May 9th, got this opportunity to move into a new apartment in Leavenworth. So these are the same apartments that I lived in before, but instead of a one bedroom, what they had available this time was a studio. So I'm moving into a relatively small space. This will be really interesting. I haven't lived in a studio in, ooh, it's been almost like six years, I think. When I first moved to Salt Lake City, I lived in a studio and, oh my god, that apartment was awful. That apartment was such a shithole. So this is at least a big step above that. I'm really excited to be in Leavenworth. I'm going to be moving around mid-June and this is just a place that I've felt a strong pull to live for a significant period of time. I mean, if you've ever been to Leavenworth, it is beautiful. It is stunning. I, there's just my soul knows that this is home. That's how I feel when I'm there. So, while I did try to move away last year, this is just something that I know that I'm meant to be there for, you know, potentially opportunities, meeting new people. Like, I'm just meant to spend time there. I'm not sure why yet. I'll keep you updated on that if I do figure it out. But I'm so excited to be back there, even though, you know, I've missed most of spring climbing season due to injuries and moving. I'm kind of just putting that on the back burner for right now and climbing is just something that I absolutely love it. I always will, but it's not necessarily the most important thing to me right now. The most important thing is healing and putting myself first and allowing myself to feel supported. And one thing I want to point out too is that you have to support yourself in order for you to also receive being supported. 
let me break that down a little bit. So if you are neglecting your self-care routines and rituals and you are choosing things that you know are not the best for you, but you're also wanting to receive a lot of support from the universe, maybe that's financially, maybe that is through other people. If you're not placing yourself first, how can you expect anyone else to pick up on that energy? Because it starts with us first, right? So if I don't support myself, it's going to be really difficult for other people to then support me because I am not in that vibration. I'm not on that frequency. And with energy, you can only attract like frequencies. So make sure that you are putting yourself first in that situation. I mean, this goes with anything. You can translate this over to abundance. If you are not acting from abundance, if you're not doing things like investing in yourself, investing in your growth, it's going to be really difficult for potential clients to then see and feel that abundance energy from you. So they're going to have a much harder time investing in you. So make sure you are leading with that action first. I mean, this kind of of plays into the dating world as well. If you want to find somebody that takes you on dates and buys you flowers and, you know, does all of these special gestures for you, you have to make sure you're doing those things for yourself first. You set the tone, you set the vibration and frequency, and it makes it that much easier to call that thing in because they are of the same energy and frequency. So this studio apartment that I'm moving into, I am buying all new furniture because I just don't feel like my queen mattress is going to fit in a small space like that. So I bought this like kind of cute, kind of funky bed that it's like, it still sits on the floor, which, okay, side note about this. I remember about a year ago, I posted on Instagram and I've just always been the type of person to just put my mattress on the floor. You can have whatever thoughts you want about that. I'm just not a bed frame person. So I had posted some picture and I, I think it was just like in the back of my stories and some girl commented that she was like, wow, you make X amount of money and you still have your bed on the floor. Like your priorities are kind of fucked up. And I was like, huh, thanks. So this is the first time I'm really proud of myself. I'm actually buying a bed frame and it's it still does sit on the floor. So it has storage. It has this like cute little headboard thing and it like fits and tucks right into the corner. So I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a really really cute space. I bought a new desk, which is really exciting because I've had the same old desk for years and I've up-leveled so much as a business owner and entrepreneur that I feel like it's just time for something fresh that matches that energy. I don't need that old desk energy anymore. And yeah, I'm excited to decorate. I'm not much of a decorator. I do have some prints that I'd like to put up, but I'm just really excited to make this space feel like my own and set it up to where I can partake in my morning rituals and I can just have a space that feels very supportive of that while I lean even further into healing and even further into this self-development journey, growing my business, and just creating a space that feels like it's easy to do all of these things that I want to do. Okay, I've got really exciting news. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've probably heard me talk about getting an IUD and having really painful cycles, but that ended this month. After eight months of incredibly heavy and painful cycles, I finally have found relief. Okay, so the product that I've been using, and I actually challenged myself to use this very consistently once in the morning and once in the evening. Guess what? It worked. I've been taking Ned's Balance Blend. This is a 
full spectrum hemp oil and this has made a huge difference on my cycle. I've had a ton of stress in my life over the past month and I know that that wasn't doing anything in my favor and I'm still shocked because this is the only thing that I did differently is I just stayed consistent and I said no matter what in the morning and at night I'm getting one serving of this. So if you are a business owner, I know that you know that it's not a good use of your time to be spending a week or two out of every month in pain and down for the count. For me, this was actually ruining my productivity. I wasn't feeling good. I didn't want to get on camera. I was experiencing bad mood swings and I just generally was pretty miserable. There was a lot of bloating. There was a lot of cramping and that just doesn't really get me that excited to show up in my business. Your business is an extension and a reflection of you. So if you're struggling, that's going to show up in your business. Let's talk about some of the ingredients that makes this product so effective. Ned uses a base of certified organic MCT oil, which is derived from coconut oil, and this helps to maximize the extract's bioavailability for maximum absorption in your body. This means that all of the other ingredients are going to go further because of this carrier oil. They also use evening primrose oil, which is a powerful antioxidant, and it helps to reduce inflammation and promote balanced hormones. Red raspberry leaf is a staple of traditional medicine that helps to tone and nourish the uterus for a healthy pelvic floor and reduces menstrual pain. Think less cramping. Red raspberry leaf tea is amazing too if you haven't tried it around your cycle. Highly recommend. They use red clover blossom for balancing botanical that helps to minimize hormonal shifts that can cause mood swings. And lastly, milky oats and oat straw. This is used to calm and soothe and reduce anxiety and stress while still nourishing the endocrine system and regulating hormones. This product alone has 186 five-star reviews. I was reading through the reviews just the other day and I saw things like the only thing that helps for this time of month, this product is a miracle. And I absolutely want to add my five stars to that pile because this has made such a difference, not only in my cycle, but in my life. I'm literally getting those two weeks of my life back. So with Ned, they actually source their hemp flowers four hours away from their facility. So it is very local to where the product is produced. This facility is located in the valley near Paonia, Colorado. It's surrounded by mountains, there's rich soil, and they use biodynamic practices. So they're growing plants in a way that's in alignment of long-term sustainability of the soil. They handpick their plants. There's no industrial machines used. There's no pesticides. There's no mold. There's no heavy metal from the water. Everything is third-party tested, which is really important because most CBD and hemp companies, they actually don't contain what they say they do on the label. So it's really important to have those independent third-party companies come in and test and verify that that product actually has what it says that they do. So if you want to go ahead and try out Ned's Balance Blend, you can use code EXPAND for 15% off your order. What I would recommend doing is putting this on a subscription. You're going to save even more. You save a total of 30% and you can choose how often you want this to deliver. You can do every two weeks, every 30 days, every 60 days, or every 90 days. I have mindset to auto ship every 30 days so that I never run out because I am totally hooked. I am sold. Anything that is going to <laughs> essentially allow me to live my best life, I am here for it. So again, you can use code expand at checkout for 15% off. Be sure to check out the subscription options as well. And if you do order, be sure to tag me on Instagram when you get your order in. I would love to see 
what you ordered. Definitely looking forward to fall season in Leavenworth, fall climbing season. I have quite a few friends that I'm really looking forward to spending more time with and just cultivating these deeper relationships with while giving myself time to move through this healing process. So I had some questions, some listener questions about this topic, about the breakup and moving and everything. So I wanted to answer some of these. Just so you know, you can submit a topic or question to the podcast at any time. All you have to do is go to expandwithchelsea.com slash podcast. And at the bottom, you can submit your topic or question. If it's a longer topic, I'll do an entire episode about it. So just so you know, that resource is available to you at any time. If you've ever got business, burning business questions that you want answered, or you're wanting an update on something, or you heard me say something once and you want me to expand on it further, go ahead and use that form. And that will be a really great way for me to know what types of content that you want to see more of. So one of the first questions was, what are my plans for moving back to Leavenworth, house, apartment, etc.? So definitely moving into the apartment, but house buying is on the radar. This is something that I've been very interested in probably for about three years. Back when I was living in Salt Lake City, this kind of like sparked the idea in my mind. It wasn't quite right for me to buy a house then, but this is something that absolutely I would love to purchase a home and have a base where I can feel really grounded and feel like, wow, this is something that I can pour my heart and soul into. This is something that I can maybe do some renovation work on and have something that truly feels like it's my own space. So absolutely, hopefully in the near future, I am doing a lot of things in my business to help me get set up and prepared for that. If and when you work for yourself, this is something where you do need to have at least two years of tax statements, you know, kind of proving that you do have income in order to be secured for something like a home loan. So I'm getting all of that in order and yeah, I'm lining things up. So I'll kind of keep you updated. I, I don't know if this is going to happen in the near future. I do have a year long lease. So we'll see. We'll kind of see what happens in 2023 in the position that I'm at. But yes, definitely on the radar. The next question that I got was, were you feeling out of alignment before all the recent change? So, oof, big, big question here. And the answer is absolutely. I had been feeling like in this heavy cloud funk probably since like November of 2021. It was like this heavy energy. It felt every day felt pretty difficult. While I was, and I still am, happier than I have been in the past, it was like just this energy of like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what, why can't I figure it out? What's going on? Why does it feel this way? And no matter how much I tried to like shift or adjust my mood or my routine or the things that I was doing, it was still just like this heavy pressing and again, it kind of goes back to what I was saying about, like, if you aren't living the life that you want to live, take inventory of all of these different aspects of your life and start to be really honest with yourself about what is and what isn't working for you. And for me, it was one of those things where I just started to realize, like, okay, we do really want different things. And while we both love each other and we can totally just try to stay together for that, I think that it's actually unfair to everybody involved because this isn't in alignment for either of us. And, you know, 
you can choose to stay in those situations. Absolutely. I don't think that we need to guilt or shame ourselves about that. Or you can do the thing that probably feels really hard and feels really difficult and move away from it. So absolutely, I was feeling out of alignment before all of this and I kind of, I knew it, but I didn't want to face it because it was scary because I didn't know what was going to happen because I didn't want to go through all of these big emotions. And by putting that off for so long, I think it probably amplified this experience that I'm feeling right now. So yes to that question. That was a really good one. The next question is, how have I been supporting myself through all of these evolutions? So I did mention just allowing my my mom to cook for me and that's been really incredible. I feel so, so lucky to have that. I have hired a therapist. I have stepped into another container for being mentored inside of my business and just hiring support that way. I have listened to my body more in terms of workouts and what I might be needing, taking it a little bit more gentle. I've been going on a lot of walks with my dog, my parents' dog, and just being outside as much as I can. I now take my dog and my parents' dog to what we call doggy boot camp twice a day where we just throw the ball for them, you know, get them like really nice and tired, get them a lot of exercise, and then they come back in and they pant for like two hours. But just spending a lot of of time being still enjoying this time that I have with my parents being able to live with them and just kind of taking things a little bit easier so that's been really key for me and there have been moments where I've been invited to do something or you know somebody wanted to meet up and before I might have like overextended myself and said yes to that because I'm a human and I want to do fun things but now I'm able to really check in with myself and say okay is this going to be supportive of where I'm at right now yes or no and it's made setting those boundaries so much easier because I have a very limited reserve of energy and I want to make sure that I'm using it in the way that's actually going to benefit and support me fully so that's been a way that I've been just more protective of my energy is just asking myself in a very, you know, objective way, is this decision going to support me? Yes or no. And then just saying, okay, this is my boundary. This is how I'm feeling right now. You know, this is what's going to be most supportive for me. So it's really allowed me to step into that version of myself that sets those better boundaries. I mean, I, I already think that I'm pretty good at setting boundaries. I think that we could all use a little tune-up at times. So this has been my kind of step back into tuning up my boundaries and making sure that I'm protecting my energy even further. So the last question that I got was tips on grounding yourself and how to distinguish change or opportunity versus when to let go. Okay, this is a really great question because I think it's speaking to, you know, when do you decide to move forward with things? And when do you realize that things in a relationship could shift or change? And for me, that's, you know, definitely something that I suggest trying first is can we shift the energy? Can we change what's happening in this relationship? Can we talk about this? Can we open up our communication even further? How can we get on the same page? And kind of like I shared for me, what it came down to is we just wanted different things and neither one of us are 
or were willing to compromise on what it is that we wanted. And for me, that meant standing firm in my truth and my my ex-partner standing firm in his truth as well and honoring and respecting that in the other person, I think is really important. So if you are somebody that deep down, you know you need something or you want something to change, I would have that conversation with your partner and just see where they're at and say, hey, you know, this means a lot to me. Is this something that we could maybe schedule some time to talk about? Or are you open and available to talk about this right now and just opening that direct line of communication and I will say too you know things like this these these topics can be kind of scary and daunting because your brain starts to go to well if we do this then that's going to happen and that's going to happen and I just don't know if I'm willing or able to let go of this relationship here's the thing is you don't need anybody else to complete you you are complete and whole as you are and the people that we are surrounding ourselves with they can only add on to that they are not the missing puzzle piece for you so if you do have to release or let go of that relationship trust that it is for your highest and best. It always is. It absolutely always is. Stand firm in that believing that the universe is on your side. The universe wants to co-create with you and the universe truly wants you to be happy. So for me, I can trace back. There are things that I want in my life a way that I want my business to look, a way that I want my life to look, that I know because I was in this relationship, those things were never going to come through because I was holding on to something that wasn't meant for me. And that was a huge realization. I spent a lot of time thinking about that. And I've spent a lot of time thinking about that in the last couple of weeks of like, okay, it's because I want these things and I desire these things that I was no longer able to be in that situation or that relationship because it's not in true alignment with what I wanted or who I want to be. And that's not saying anything bad or negative about my ex-partner. It's saying everything about here's what I want for my life and here's what I want it to look like. And in order to receive those things, I have to make space. I have to get clear and honest with myself on what it is that I actually want so that I can bring it forth. It's sitting in that truth and sitting in that honesty. That's when you're actually going to start to make those big changes. So absolutely loved getting those questions. Hopefully that answered all of those. And yeah, big changes happening over here. Holy shit, we're moving again. I feel like I've moved so much in the last year. I'm like, okay, we just need to like cool it for a sec. So I really plan on being in Leavenworth for the next year. And after that, we'll kind of see, you know, maybe home buying is in the near future. Maybe not. Maybe I'll just re-renew my lease. We'll kind of see what happens. I am somebody that is open to many different things. I'm not really tied to any timelines. I'm not tied to being anywhere for any type of reason, but I think creating a little bit of stability and grounding is going to be a good thing for the next year or so. So yeah, we'll see what happens. And let me know if you enjoyed this episode, this little life update. After this, we'll be diving back into the how to start your online business series. We're going to be going into number four. I'm really excited to continue this series. I swear you could build your entire business just by listening to this podcast. And if you haven't yet left a rating or a review, be sure to do so on iTunes. It really helps me out. It helps other people find the show as well. If you've got a friend that you think would enjoy this episode, go ahead and send it to them. Let them know what you enjoyed about it, what they might resonate with, and I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. I will talk to you next episode.